Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey through the Stargate, through SG-1, Atlantis and Stargate Universe. Destiny. The design is clearly ancient, launched hundreds of thousands of years ago. We were on a ship, but we have no idea where we are in relation to Earth. This is the wrong people in the wrong place. Shoot him. Why'd you do that? He told me to. I have a gun. What happened? Greer. Greer shot him. Each week, Alan and Mike will be following the adventures of the crew of the Destiny, along with one or two guest hosts. Join us for everything that is Stargate Universe. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Gatecast episode 341, covering Stargate Universe Season 2, episode 11, and it's gone 11 here, but not for our guest who's in far-off Arkansas. Yes, I'm here in Arkansas. Welcome back, Thomas. Oh, it seems like five minutes. Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> Actually, seems like nine and a half, but that's just me. Yes, indeed. We've spent the evening recording two episodes of... Uh, the gatecast tonight while thomas is available yeah we are gonna whiz through these final half season of stargate universe and maybe by the time we've done there still won't, won't be any more stargate <laughs> what a pity anything more in the movie oh that's done the pinch that's not going to be made oh sad it wouldn't have been any good anyway yeah but it might have inspired someone to do something better nothing stopping mgm from doing a deal with netflix for a 13 episode reboot Wish they would. The amount of stuff Netflix is making now, they've got the money. And they're doing some pretty darn good jobs with it, too. Yeah, there's something for everybody. You know, even if the latest Netflix series doesn't take your fancy, then wait a week. There's something else coming out. Wait a week? If the latest one doesn't take your fancy, you might not listen to years by the time you watch everything else they brought out in the meantime. <laughs> well, like I said, I'll probably be watching Chase Memo's Frontier. I'm currently watching Lemony Snicket's. Very different, very nice style to it. A series mm-hmm. of unfortunate events. Yeah, I saw that pop up and I'm like, yeah, I'll have to. I watched on your recommendation, Emerald City, and uh, I mean, it's an interest. I I like the dog thing. I like yeah. the name of the dog. I thought that was nice. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, that's clever. Have you seen any of that, Thomas? Uh, no, I have not. That's all I'm saying. Then, and you'll know if you watch it, you'll know what I mean when you get to it. And yeah. that's in no way a spoiler. If you get the chance, just watch the first episode. You'll know whether you like the style of it or not. Mm-hmm. Very different take on the Wizard of Oz. So, brief banter. I have now booked, thanks to a Discworld fan, I'm going up to Rovaniemia. Which is? Mortals usually refer to it as Lapland. Oh. It's not actually Lapland, but it is 850 kilometres north of me. So, I believe that's longer than the entire UK. How far? 850 k's. Oh, 850. Yeah. 850, what's that about? 550 miles? Uh, no, because 1,000 is 620, so yeah, probably close enough. I'll be getting the train from here at 8pm local, and then that goes up to Tampere. And then I got a 20 minutes to change in Tampere just before 10, and then I'm in a two-person sleeper compartment, and I arrive in Romania at 7.30am on Saturday morning. I want to see Aurora. There may only be about a 30% chance of seeing Aurora. And between the trains and the sleeping compartment, it's cost me 140 euro. So, 
Sorry, ask. No, I'm not available to record that weekend. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I'm mute. Now, I double-clicked, but VLC was already open. So rather than bringing the window to the foreground, it just started playing with suitable dum 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 dramaticness. Why are you doing that? Why are you showing me the taskbar? Go away, taskbar. Maybe when I start playing it, though. We haven't got time to chatter and banter about all sorts of things like we usually do. Yeah, it's almost tomorrow. <laughs> yes, Alan, as you know, is back in Finland, so he's two hours ahead of me. Um, six hours ahead of Thomas, so it's 25 past 11 for Alan. So by the time we get this wrapped up, it'll be tomorrow. <laughs> and be a bit of a logical nightmare. Well, to be honest with you, it's more the fact that I work until 7.30 local. That's why I prefer to record the weekend. Although my weekend should be devoted to learning Sphinx. Learning what? It's a speech recognition programming language. Oh, okay. You know, the whole sort of the master's thesis, the whole official reason I'm here. <laughs> I've never been here a month. Feels longer somehow. Don't get into that. Where is the year gone already? Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long four weeks and three days. The Babylon Project was our last best hope for Scott. A self-contained podcast, one hour long, located on the internet. A place of fun and discussion for Babylon 5 fans everywhere. A shining beacon in cyberspace, all alone in the night. It was the dawn of the 20th anniversary of Babylon 5, the year the great war to free Bab 5 came upon us all. This is the story of the last of the Babylon podcasts. The year is 2014. The name of the place is the Babylon Project Podcast. Hi, this is Raul from the Babylon Project Podcast. Jim and I would like to invite you to join us as we celebrate the 20th anniversary of one of the most important sci-fi series of all time, Babylon 5. We'll be making our way through all five seasons with commentary and thoughts and a little bit of fun. Find us at babylonprojectpodcast.wordpress.com or you can find us on iTunes. Look forward to hearing from you. And remember, no boom today, boom tomorrow. There's always a boom tomorrow. As Alan says, we are going to be watching Deliverance tonight. As usual, and no surprise to anybody, I dare say, this video is taken from the Region 2 DVD, converted to an MP4 and uh, shared with Thomas and Alan. So we're all watching the same video. It does help matters greatly when we're all watching the same thing. Mm-hmm. We are currently looking at a black screen with a counter set to zero. The runtime for this episode is 41 minutes, 44 seconds. If, for some bizarre reason, you actually want to watch along with us, get your version of the episode at zero, and when Alan finishes his 3 one countdown, press play and watch along. If you are watching the PAL version, everything will be fine. If you're watching the NTSC or Blu-ray... No, no Blu-ray version, is there. Don't worry about that. Or the, or the Apple download. By the end, you'll be two minutes out. Just press pause every now and again, and it'll sync back up. Right then, are we all ready, lads? Ready when you are. If you would, Alan. Yeah, I'll count down now. Three, two, one. Clicky. I may be on the verge of discovering the true nature of Destiny's mission. Right, we're back, and... Hello. This is different. (laughs) Yeah? Yeah. Using footage from last week's episode, actually. 
they're going to have to kind of pile a lot of into this flashback just to get people up to speed as this is the mid-season, well, not finale, but the mid-season premiere, if you would. Yeah. Right, season two, episode 11, Deliverance, Stargate Universe, Gatecast episode 341. This episode was written by Joseph Malozzi and Paul Mully and directed by Peter DeLuise. And its premiere in America and Canada, March the 7th, 2011. Germany, April the 14th, Sweden, September the 3rd, and Hungary, April the 16th, 2014. <laughs> now, it didn't actually happen that way in the episode, did it? I don't know, I'm not listening, I'm talking. <laughs> Lots of series of episodes of the same name. NCIS, Blake 7, Highlander, Dallas, The Librarian, Sleepy Hollow, Conviction, and NCIS LA. And what was that you were on about, Alan? Well, the thing didn't power up as Greer said anything, though, because Atlas would be dead and gone. Well, even Greer is occasionally wrong, or else just the edit. Making full use of the very expensive CGI battle sequences. Chloe beating up the poor defenseless Marine. Chloe, what did you do? Uh, here we are. Battle continues. Back into combat. Yep. More sparks. More sparks. I can imagine Peter Deloise running around. Bigger! Bigger! There's hundreds of these things! There's no way we're gonna be able to shoot them all down! What about the main weapon? It's useless against the drones. The command ship's out of range. Just be a waste of power. I, I, I just heard too. that in a outrageous French accent. You're like, more sparks, more sparks. No, 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 stand down. Oh dear. She does have a bad habit of doing that. Wait, 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 just wait. wait. Finger on the trigger, safety off. <laughs> That's Ronald. The aliens who took me, they followed us to this galaxy. They've been looking for us ever since. Now they know where we are. Oh boy. Those aliens are persistent. You make you wonder, why are they so interested in the Destiny if they've got technology that can jump galaxies anyway? They're interested in Destiny, they're interested in Chloe. They're only interested in Chloe because she's got knowledge of Destiny. Oh, here they are. Mm. I bet they're a bit surprised. Mm. What have we jumped into here? Three hyperspace windows just opened. More drones? No, they're ships. We see aliens from the other galaxy. How many times do you think you can say that in a sci-fi yeah. show? <laughs> Big ships. They're heading straight for us. You'd be surprised how often. We're dead. <laughs> well, these are either reinforcements. Just hang on. I told you this might come down to you and me. I know. Yeah, but not in this situation. I'm still in control. I did it to help us. It's our only chance. What are you talking about? They want her alive, so by default, they're going to help Destiny. So, just more things to shoot at? Well, they've got three main guns. They can actually, you know, be a distraction if nothing else. Just veered off. They're attacking the alien ships. They don't discriminate. Anything is not part of the cluster's a target. We might just be able to hold them off now. That's very single-minded, isn't it? If you're not one of us, we're going to destroy you, <laughs> no matter who you are. Oh, these aliens pumped. <laughs> sorry, sorry, some of them are still getting through. It looks like she may have given away our position to the aliens who took her. Oh, bless her. We got him on our screens. Sir, she says she did it as a diversion. To give us a chance to get to the command ship. I was going to say, it's our chance to get the hell out of here. No, we'll never get out of the system. Not without FTL. Yeah, Sublight, you're really not going anywhere. That's one thing I never really liked about Star Trek. They glossed over the whole Sublight travel. Mm-hmm. This could be our only chance. 
There's a lot of drones protecting that command ship. If we do this, we're gonna take pretty heavy fire. Maybe not. I, I, I've been thinking. They all take the orders from the command ship, right? Probably through some sort of subspace communication. Well, what, what if we could jam that signal? Yes. There we go. Eli grew up watching science fiction movies and television series. He knows his stuff. Eli, go and help with the weapons. Give me all the speed you can muster. Yeah, but what's the chances of finding that one specific <laughs> frequency? I mean, we did it with the priors, but it took how many tries? Well, hey, come on, come on. In Star Trek, they did it in five minutes. And it was the Beastie Boys. Mm. But I did this for all of us. Yeah. yeah the, question, the question is, Chloe, which us? I think the actual result worked well for you. That may not have been the intent behind it. You weren't exactly yourself at the time. No pressure, Eli. Assuming we're still alive. <laughs> He's taking a lot of damage there. Mm -hmm. They were talking in the commentary, Jennifer Spence and Patrick Gilmore, that all these bridge shots were filmed on the same day, one after the other. Just simpler to record everything at the same time. Most of the actors had all the lines on little pieces of paper, just out of camera shot. Shields are failing, but keep up this acceleration. We're gonna lose hull integrity. Now would be a good time, Rush. I should just kept my mouth shut. Patience, Eli. Alright, I've got it. Oh, we're gonna run into Nia as we go along? Yeah, that'd be a bit embarrassing, wouldn't it? <laughs> if one of them rammed into the main gun just by accident. Mm-hmm. Are we in range? Just a few more seconds. You're gonna re-establish the signal. Oh, just hold on. That's it, we're in range. Fire! And I love Ooh. how fast it looks when it gets closed. Mm-hmm. You know, they're travelling, I don't know. 50, 100,000 miles an hour. They're definitely booking it. Nice shooting. Still sign of activity from the drones. Looks like they've all gone dormant. See what you can do. You apply yourself. That is used in so many science fiction shows. Kill the mothership, drones, robots. They all go dormant. And it's such a pop art. It would be great if enemy actually designed their offensive weaponry like that. Probably just as damaged as we are. Well, let's hope so. A very knowing look there between Rush and Young. Right, how many injuries, how many dead? Yeah, that's the bigger question, how many dead? We keep losing more. There's a corporal who uh, we beat up, getting his arm bandaged up. <laughs> Could be worse, I suppose. A lot of minor injuries, a couple of serious burns, but no fatalities. What about Barris? Embarrassed, I hope. <laughs> Chloe broke his arm in two places. Ooh, out. <laughs> Under the control of an alien species, muscle mass is the same. All right, the good news is FCL didn't take any more damage. In fact, we should have it back online pretty soon. And the bad news... This whole scene throughout the episode is brilliant, these pair together. It's a shield emitter relay. There are four more just like it, completely burnt out. Perov and Volker and Brody had great chemistry together anyway, but I think this is really where they really worked on them. Keep me posted. Where's Rush? Last I heard, he was heading to the control interface room. Keep your eye out for the running flashlight joke. Okay, wanna grab a flashlight? This is where it begins, but it pays off later. Just gone over Chloe's handiwork. You know, she bypassed the communication panel on the bridge, and that took some doing. Well, she claims she did it to help us. So it did. <laughs> Not for her. She is the smartest person around, so... <laughs> In the middle of a firefight, without anybody knowing. Just because I took a pragmatic approach to her situation doesn't mean to say I don't care for her. 
you can't take offence, Rush. It's a natural uh, reading of your personality. Walk through a lockdown protocol like it wasn't there. Neither of us may want to admit this. <laughs> no kidding. She's beyond our control. Everett, this is David. Go ahead. I've been in contact with Yersini on the seed ship. We've got a problem. What the hell were they thinking? They didn't trust us. They thought the second we were clear of the system, we'd be on our merry way and leave them holding the bag. Well, that would have been the logical thing to do. <laughs> He's mildly amused. It's not our fight. The command crew, almost, isn't it? These, mm. these four. With the drones deactivated, the Orsini thought it was safe to finally contact their colony. The signal that they got back was in machine language. It was another command ship. The only possible conclusion is that the colony had been found by a second cluster and destroyed. So they really are the last of their kind. Oh dear. What you would consider it, I guess. Oh, of course there is. Oh, I suppose how, uh, how many colonies their homeworld had. It's pretty difficult to commit true genocide against spacefaring species. You know, that, that can go pretty much anywhere. More drones are coming. Well, that's just bloody super, isn't it? Well, there we go. Hold it up, please. That never, actually never gets old throughout the entire episode. <laughs> Flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> and they say universe never had any humour in it. Run a bypass through this section. We're about to test it. Okay, we're good to go. Park, you read me? Go ahead. Let's power up, say... 10%. Copy 10%. Okay, here it comes. Looking good, lads. So far, so good. Let's go to 50. Roger, 50. That's a big jump up to 50. <laughs> Try 20. Okay. Worst part. You've got the feeling that they really were flinching. That was probably a bit bigger than they expected. Okay, so it might take longer than we thought. Well done, lads. <laughs> might. Disappointed. <laughs> Look at him. Flashlight? Flashlight. <laughs> Wait, I, I thought the FTL was fixed. Yeah, it is. Without full shield coverage, we risk tearing the ship apart the second we jump. Yeah, so the main shields act like navigational deflectors. Mm -hmm. Don't know if you'd argue that's a poor design. Why not have two systems? But they probably never figured their main shields would ever be down to that extent. The Orsini believe that the civilization that created them died out a long time ago. The machines. One simple directive. Find alien technology and destroy it. I suppose they've got to come up with all these questions just so that the audience keeps up with them. Why don't they jump out? Because it's, you know, ancient technology. Got to be a certain amount of delay between each jump, otherwise they risk damaging the engines. Even if we trust them enough to try it, which I'm guessing we don't, they blew their FTL by dropping out so quickly. That was a one-shot deal for them. We managed to jam the command signal temporarily, right? Maybe there's a way of making it permanent. Not without a greater understanding of the technology involved. Maybe we should get one. Get one what? Yeah, let's go and get one. <laughs> go play around with technology we have no clue about. Right now, those things are totally harmless, at least, theoretically. <laughs> yes. He's thinking out of the box. It's almost as if Russia's chat with him however long ago. It's a mark. Yeah. Are the drones tailored to one specific command ship? Or do they just kind of resync with another one? Are they password protected? <laughs> well, this new cluster's going to have its own command ship, right? Yeah, most likely. All right, so when it shows up, what happens to the drones that are already here? Wow. That's just one of those things we're going to have to try and find out, isn't it? You have to hit the right key combination like they did with the mine. Yeah, something like that. 
all the actors delight in the base suits have got the calling fans in. Thank. We don't get paid to think. We get paid? Hey. What are you doing here? I guess it's my turn to go for a ride. Oh, port's going spacesuit wise. Congratulations. Now, you won't be surprised to learn that she required an awful lot of padding to fit in one of these spacesuits. Oh, I'm sure, because they are quite daunting. Yes. None of that Asgard one-size-fits-all, you know, the internal padding. She had to wear kind of hockey gear underneath spacesuit, so even with its cooling systems operative, she was probably running a lot hotter than the two lads were. Does it actually work? I mean, does it seal? I wouldn't have thought it was airtight, because it's got... You know, they built fans into it, so they've got to have air moving inside the suit, don't they? Hmm. No response. That's good. Unless it's just playing possum. Could be. Looks like Eli was right. Well, that doesn't mean I want you spending any more time out there than necessary. Let's get this done, get you back inside. I've got a candidate two kilometers dead ahead. David Blue in last week's commentary was saying that his parents came to visit the set. Mother walked up to Jamil, pretty much said she loves him. You know, he's got so much machismo. That's not going to be awkward for David, is it? <laughs> My mom fancies you. After what I did to Corporal Barris, I can hardly blame him, can I? I don't really blame the soldiers for aiming the weapons at her, but it is a bit much. Ah, oh, they've picked out a nice big juicy one. So who gets the spacewalk and grab it? Oh, look at the. <laughs> Switching off artificial gravity. Going to MacBooks. Smack me in the head. Beat her up, why don't you? <laughs> Venting atmosphere. Bit of a rabbit in headlights look that, wasn't it? Yeah, but Jennifer is very expressive. She's an actor, oh boy. Maybe she got stage experience. That visual effect they called her streak filter. One of Peter DeLuise's additions to Stargate Universe. Isn't it Peter who uh, does the pineapple thing? No. That was uh, Will Waring. Ah. Of course, no pineapples in Stargate Universe. It would be pretty difficult to explain why there's a pineapple. Ah, left a bit, right a bit. Anybody remember Golden Shot? No. No, well, it was a British game show, probably based on an American game show. Now down a little... Come on, guys. We haven't got all day. We're in the middle of nowhere, scavenging. Now straight back. Slowly reverse. Bring the death machine in. Beep, 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 <laughs> beep. There should be one. <laughs> yeah, this is just like playing with the, the mine in that episode of SG-1. Yeah. It is a bit. If it's completely dormant, how is this staying stationary relative to them? It's not. The ship's moving. The shuttle is moving. Slowly. Repressurize. Now slowly reinstate artificial gravity. Oh. <laughs> that was not slowly. Thankfully not. No, no, you probably broken it. <laughs> no, but it probably gave everybody a heart attack. Status, Sir, we got it on board. Doesn't seem to be doing anything, so I guess we're gonna head back. Nice work. Hang on. 
you've scratched the new shuttle. You know that, don't you? We've got movement out there. Whoa, 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 whoa. Proximity alert. Uh oh. Beep, beep, beep. Is it a drone? I don't think so. Too big. Way too big. Uh oh. That is never a good thing. Given how many different aliens are. Oh my. Oh boy. Oh boy. That is daunting. Uh, oh boy, that's right. They had Jennifer back up when she supposedly looked at the ship just to emphasize that reaction. It is literally feet away from him. Right, right now it's just sitting there. It's like a battleship. Doesn't look too big when you're five miles away, but when you're six foot away from it, all looking up, it just goes on and on and on. Are you sure that's a good idea? Well, we gotta get this thing back to the ship. Can't stay out here forever. Wait, we're getting a message. What's it say? They've improved their vocabulary, at least. Yeah. No escape. They may have a point. Not the tone so much. So they're saying that if the shuttle tries to return to destiny, or if we make any hostile moves, they will open fire. No matter how you interpret it, it's not good. And if they've lost ships as well, they might not be in too gracious a mood. They did lose two. Yeah. There's only one surviving. I'm sure they can grow more people. You mean reproduced? They're not plants. Yeah. I'll tell Zanmos. Agree to help them only on the condition that they let the shuttle come back. They'll assume we're lying. They don't know that we can't jump. I don't think we give them a choice. If they're half as badly damaged as we are, they're not going to want to fight. They're going to have to trust us. We're going to have to trust each other. You haven't really got a good track record. Yeah, like that's happening. If anyone can undo what's happening to her, it's them. They're the ones that did it to her in the first place. You want us to send her over there with all that's happened, with everything that she knows about this ship? We've exhausted all medical avenues. We cannot keep her on board the ship. This is the time we throw her under the bus. Mm-hmm. This could be our last chance. The colonel's not going to force you to go, but... This is very much like Harry Potter. Got to die in a specific time. It's our golden girl. We can't get rid of her. Oh, yes, we can. Doesn't seem like you have much to lose. You've never been on one of those ships. If you don't, we'll just throw you out the airlock. Your choice. I wish I could have done more to help you. Like put you off the ship, he means shoot you in the head. Strand him like you did Rush. Yeah, because stranding people has worked out really well. <laughs> How do we know they'll do what they say? How do we even know they'll give it back? Look, I know this is difficult, Lieutenant, but we've run out of options. Well, strangely enough, that point is raised further on in the episode. <laughs> we don't want her back, you idiot. <laughs> At this point, she's changing to whatever she is. Mm -hmm. The Chloe you knew and fell in love with isn't coming back unless something drastic happens. This could be the well, drastic... She's still not changed drastically enough to sleep with Eli. You do realise there's a good chance this is what they wanted all along. Never listen to me. I'm trying to contact the Orsini. They're not responding anymore. The sea ship's gone dark. So? So maybe that's something we should consider. Power down completely. Everything with minimum life support. But if you go dark, you'll still see the big old ship there. Yeah, you really have to go dark before the bad guys arrive. I mean, they've still got visual visual sensors, you would assume. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're called eyes and windows. Exactly. Or, as in Star Trek, you, if the sensors go down, you just put Geordie in 10 forward. <laughs> yeah. And I love the fact they've still got this lead. Yep. One of the, probably the greatest invention Eli will ever come up with. 
That's really sad given his age. Are you sure you want to bring this thing inside? Well, we need to hook it up to the ship's diagnostic equipment. It's the only way. Is it heavy? One way to find out. Why don't you uh, go grab that Kino slide? All right, thanks. And this was originally ad-libbed by Jamil in the rehearsal. They thought it was so funny, they uh, kept it in. All of them stand there. Who f- who's first? Come on, come on. Somebody do something. Anybody? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's things like that that nobody writes. That just happens on the day. One, two, three. Okay, ease it down. Hurry, hurry, it's heavy. <laughs> hurry, hurry, hurry. You better be sure about this. Oh. So there we go. That's to listen to her this time. Wow, the kinos are quite strong. Yeah. Yeah, let's take it somewhere even more dangerous if it should actually activate. Babe? <laughs> oh, why is that then? For all we know, they're going to download every scrap of information she has about Destiny the second they get her on board. You know, with Chloe back to normal... The odds in them ever tracking us again are virtually nil. Again, a little walk and talk, addressing most of the questions the audience would have. Why let them have Chloe? She knows everything about Destiny, as Rush points out. Who cares? Almost looks like you're willing to put the ship and the mission at risk for the sake of one individual. Well, that's the problem, isn't it? You don't know any better. Yeah! Old school Rush. And look at her, she's smiling. That's new Camille. She would have taken that personally. Mm, that was a straight dig. If they change it back to normal, they can't track her. We jump, we've lost them. Generally, only do shots like this one, the character's about to die. <laughs> you can say, first run, is this the end of Chloe? I'll take her over there, sir. Colonel. A gentle kiss on the cheek. Now, that was just cruel. Mm hmm. <laughs> I've infected you now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you will for now all time be alien. Okay. Now what? Where's the red button? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, good. It's a new toy. I'm going to play with it. <laughs> they just don't know what to do, do they? Go on, guys. You're all intelligent men. Sort it out. Looks like there's a catch here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. You think that's a good idea? Well, if we can't open it, we can't study it. No, it's not a good idea. This is freaking hilarious. Go on. Touch it. Touch <laughs> it. Touch it. No! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. As if running down this ladder <laughs> will do anything. And the flashlight. And Law, look at that. What's he got in his hand? It looks like a dentist mirror or something. Bad. Oh, look at that ear look. Bloody hell. That is nice. Because you know what those shuttle is? That's a big ship. Oh, yeah. Looks like they're inviting this in. Yummer. Yeah, but is this a Hotel California? Don't know why it's revolving, but it looks right. Mind you, we've, we've seen them. The ship is very blue anyway, isn't it? So it makes sense with that lighting. So who needs spacesuits? Uh, hopefully not. They were able to... Uh, Rush was able to run about the ship. He was? Yeah, don't you remember when he escaped from his tube and then in that kind of wetsuit look, 
He went gallivanting around the spaceship until he found Chloe. Okay, uh, Joel is going for the heartstrings with this music. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely. The last walk of the lovers. If you would have asked me a couple of years ago where I'd be today, this would not have been one of my guesses. That's because you think that would have been Yeah, you can really believe that. So, where do you think you're going to be in two years' time? Uh, in another galaxy on a spaceship being traded to another alien species. All right, then. <laughs> right. Now, this is Xanax. <laughs> I don't think you've got the GCs for that particular job. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It's been hard. But some of it has also been amazing. And that is because of you. If you hadn't been there, I don't think I would have made it this far. It's not true. You're much stronger than that. You just don't know it. And you look at this. This is probably what Stargate's always been about. You can have all the technology in the galaxy, in the universe, but it's always about the people, about human emotions. That never changes. Battlestar did the same thing. That surprised me about Battlestar. Okay, spoiler, but in fairness, it was more than ten years ago, so I can't really spoil you. When the discoverer Earth is basically a cinder, and you you not just casually shoots herself in the head. Uh, that wasn't Earth. But it's what they thought was Earth. Yeah, but they were wrong. Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> Very much so, isn't it? Yeah. As us. Oh, look. <laughs> Bob 1 and Bob 2. We name all the aliens Bob, it makes life so much easier. Hi, Bob. Very patient as well. The evil chuckle. <laughs> She's back. Hey, they found another panel. Progress? Uh, well, we've managed to crack the basic machine code, but the programming is incredibly complex. We're trying to isolate a subroutine that regulates communication with the command ship. But so far, no luck. Good for you, lads. Well, Alien technology and you understanding part of the code. Jeff Goldblum would be impressed. Thank you. Eli and I'll take over from here. I need you two back in shield duty. Uh, Kemp and his team... Oh, they're very competent, I'm sure, but we're against the clock and I need to know my best people are on it. Really? Rush, is that you? Alien! Shapeshifter! Oh, come on! He's blowing smoke! Ooh, a compliment! Look <laughs> at them, the walking tall. That was almost nice. No, they were just going to get in the way. Let's get down to some real work. Yeah! <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> There's the old Rush. Got rid of them in a nice diplomatic way. Yeah, where did Rush learn diplomacy? Is he just going to sit there and wait? Well, yeah. My guess is that, you know, they haven't let him out anyway. He can't really go anywhere unless the airlock opens. He's probably hoping that they'll give her back. Reading this, I'm in some kind of hangar bay. They could be blocking the signal. Uh, the aliens took Chloe... Jeez, it was only a few minutes ago. It feels like it was hours. I, I don't know. I guess there's no way of knowing how long this is going to take. I, I'm not leaving without her. That's it. Have faith, Scott. Come on, Scott. Hang in there. She's worth it. I just hope she's going to be okay. Heartbeats. Nice close-up. Mm-hmm. Seems to have progressed quite far on her. Well, at least they're not dunking her this time. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not dunking. She's not rich tea biscuit. Although, I fear the probing. <laughs> Come on, there's got to be some sort of manic glee. 
These are mad scientists of alien nature. An evil chuckle, at least. Or the telepathic equivalent. Oh, well, uh, oh that's a huge needle. <laughs> yeah, we don't really need to see that, do we? Oh, hello. Hello. Visitors. Next command ship. Many, many, many drones. Now you tell me that isn't a Cylon-based R coming in and <laughs> discharging all the raiders. Mm-hmm. Very organic-looking. Ah, why doesn't somebody say how many drones? Uh, all of them. Yeah, too many. Negative. Are any of the others from the first group powering up? So far, nothing. Still dormant. Well, that's a break, isn't it? A drone is tied to a specific command ship, which means, yes, Eli. You've got an idea, haven't you? Disruptor communications or not? Well, unfortunately, it seems like there's no way to jam the signal for any longer than a few seconds before they adapt. Very Borg-like. Yes. We're pursuing alternatives. Such as? Well, you'll be the first to know. Rush out. We're going to play music to them. Oh, Lieutenant James. Lieutenant. Julia Benson, of course. As much as anyone else on the ship, sir. Which is about an hour. Well, that's not good. How long have they had access to the bridge? You'd have probably thought they'd got a rotor going much faster. And stay on top of any sections that lose atmospheric pressure. Yeah, no pressure. He's not looking worried. Oh, crap. David, focus your fire on any drones approaching areas where the shields are still down. Copy, but they're going to clue in eventually. I know. Oh, the look on Vanessa's face. Maybe a little uh, in over her head. But time will tell. Uh-oh. Somebody's knocking. Ooh, very uh, close encounters. X Files. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's just she's just floating. They put the jacket back on. That was uh, nice of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just redressed her. Whoa. Okay, he's got her. We can turn this off. Yeah, I assume one of them was watching. Otherwise, if it was on a timer, yeah, might have been a bit embarrassing. You alright? Gonna be okay. Oh look, her breasts are okay now. Phew. <laughs> yeah, I need to do a full body examination. Ooh, are they just kamikazeing? There's a lot of targets. Got this, David. What the hell? I would assume the command ship has got the ability to actually make the drones. Yeah. Yeah, that's not going to be a safe approach. Whoa! Destiny. Lieutenant, what's your status? I've got Chloe. We're on our way back, but seems like we got a little problem. Yeah, you noticed that, did you? I'll take out as many as I can. Negative. It's a target-rich environment, Scott. Just shoot, you'll hit some. <laughs> so they're one hot, one-shot kills. I wonder if they're still as one-shot kill. I hope it's got some sort of shield in. Destiny, fully powered. I don't think the drones could touch him. Oh, they have got shields. He's very confident. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be. Starting to realize where we're vulnerable. We're taking more and more fire concentrator on exposed areas. Rush, whatever you're gonna do, you gotta do it now. I got it. I got it. Look at this. Recognition software. Friend or foe. Right now, the drones that were here first are ignoring the second wave because they don't have a command ship telling them which side they're on. What if we tell them that they're the enemy? Oh, that's not good. In the middle of a ship. The other drones are dormant. There's yeah. no reason to assume it would take offensive action. And at this point, they haven't really got many options. Yeah, so they're basically... You know, like, this guy is Icarus. Now, was he a fighter pilot? You know, I'm not sure. Telford did. Nothing to indicate Scott was a pilot. You want to what? There's no other way. 
If that thing starts shooting, we're not going to be able to stop it. It'll tear us apart from the inside. I don't think that's going to happen. Sergeant Greer, I need a security team in the lab where they're working on the drone now. Roger that. Ronald can uh, handle it if it comes alive. Yeah. Bring the big gun. The drones they were attacking, they're, they're heading our way. That's too many. We can't hold them all off at once. Rush, how long until that program is ready? Now give us five minutes. We don't have five minutes. <laughs> oh, it's just them. They've scarped. They've got what they wanted. They can leave the series now. <laughs> you don't really need one. telling. <laughs> See, told you. I've seen this episode once. My memory's not that bloody good. That's bizarre to see an energy weapon bend like that. Uh, oh man, this looks expensive. We're tracking them. I want you out of there. Sure. I just gave you a direct order, Lieutenant. Break off now. Yes, sir. Yeah, they've got reinforcements. What are you doing here? Drone's orders. So what if we manage to power up this drone and start opening fire? I think there's anything you can do to stop it. I'm sure, sir, I'm gonna try. <laughs> That's what you like about Sergeant Greer, his never say die attitude. He's got an assault rifle against a drone that operates in deep space against much bigger targets. But he's not scared, he's not afraid, he'll do his best gonna jump on it, ride it like a fucking bronco. Your senior making a run for the command ship. They don't have the firepower shields to get through. Oh, good for them. Sir, we're getting a message. Patch it through to me. Do they have weapons? No. And I do like this. And it is understandable. Their whole species has been wiped out. And their last act is an apology for what they've done to Destiny. Valiant little buggers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we didn't have the budget to shove a blowing up. <laughs> yeah, that would have been an excellent shot. Like that follow the camera as it shoots shot, was it? <laughs> okay. Hi honey, I'm home. <laughs> running lights up, blinkers running. Hold your fire, hold your fire. ET's phoning home. <laughs> Oh, by the way, if you shoot the power source, it's just liable to blow up anyway. That's true. Get them, lads. Wakey, <laughs> Now, you wonder, throughout all these millennia these drones have been working, if any species has had the same idea. Mm-hmm. These drones are firing on each other. We should be able to dock now. Just make it quick, Lieutenant. Oh, we're back again. You good? Are we good? Yeah, we're good. Uh, Bridge, this is Brody. We're ready with our last bypass. You can power it up. Let's do it. Okay, let's try this again. We're not going to faff a bit with any of that 10%, 20% crap. <laughs> Back up. Yeah. Back away up. Doesn't it have panel has a cover? Uh, yeah, you assume so. Shields are now covering the whole ship, but they're only at 5% power. We've just taken too many hits. Well, which minimum is safe? We've never jumped at less than 10%. Rush, this is Yard. We're ready here. Small problem. Shields are holding at five percent. It's not enough. We're, we're talking about FTL here. One small weak spot, and the entire ship gets ripped apart. We don't have a choice. Even if the program holds, and there's no guarantee that it will, the first wave's seriously outnumbered. They'll be massacred in a matter of minutes, and we're right back where we started. We have to take the risk. That's not to say five percent shields isn't perfectly safe. They simply do not know what the tolerance is. 
Either way, they go or they don't. FTL in three. All or nothing, lads. Two. Alright, everybody's on board, let's go. Goodbye, crow world. Everybody cross your fingers. My god, this is the slowest countdown ever. I don't want to press the button. I don't want to press the button. And you hear all the creaking in the background. Oh, that even sounded rough. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. A little bit more vibration than you used to. Maybe we should drop out now. Yeah, we just doing a short jump. Yeah, but that damaged the engines. It's rather uh, an issue with the technology. You know, they've got to run for a certain length of time, otherwise it can be risky. I think we're going to be okay. I suppose they built them for endurance, so... Your mm -hmm. tops are totally against the design. Mm. <laughs> Come to shoot it. Blow, it's gone. You might want to shut this thing down now. Oh, right, yeah, good idea. <laughs> he, sounds, <laughs> he sounds relieved. That's so ungreer. <laughs> I was on edge for a moment. I was nervous. Rush has a look of relief. Now, these fresh injuries. Hmm. No more buckets. Yeah, because clearly you've had to jumper for a whole hour. <laughs> so far, blood work is normal, lesions are gone, and no more blackouts. As far as I can tell, she's cured. I'm glad to hear it, but just in case. I know. You want to keep me under observation for a while? So does she still have any of the crazy math in her head? That is yet to be determined. I'll come see you as soon as I can, okay? Okay. But you know why rushes are here. Hey, how's that damage report coming? I'll arrange a briefing when we're ready, but it's not going to be pretty. She's a resource. He doesn't want to lose her. <laughs> Sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. Matt told me it was your idea to send me over there. Yeah. I'm sorry you had to get through that. There was no other way. No, I wanted to thank you. Matt blamed you. <laughs> She's putting it rather subtly. Again. Well, you saved all of us. It was the least I could do. They're never going to give up, you know that, right? Whatever information they got from me, it's just going to make them want the ship even more. Why? I, know. I know we're yeah. never going to find out, but why? Before Matt came in, I oh, was working on some equations just to see if I could still do it. Could you? At this point, it could be just a blank page. I couldn't do it. Oh, Chloe's got one of her Rush's magic notebooks. The never-ending supply of blank pages. They're perfect. Gotta take your word for that. <laughs> Obviously they haven't uh, wiped your memory. You managed to retain some of the knowledge you gained. So she's now smarter than everybody. Cool. Yeah, not bad. Because I can still be useful. Everyone on this ship is useful. Chloe, when push comes to job, you're probably going to last one we kick off. Don't worry about it. You really believe that? We've got a whole crew of people we never really met. They'll go first. This is an interesting way to look at it. If Colonel Young hadn't left me on that planet to be found by those aliens, if they hadn't taken you and you hadn't been put through that transformation, well, it's more than likely we wouldn't have survived this attack. So everything happens for a reason. Destiny? <laughs> you could say. <laughs> if you'd have said that to me a couple of years ago, I'd have dismissed it as superstition classic weak-minded response to the overwhelming complexity of the universe and now could rush be mellowing out in his old age well let's just say you're not the only one that's gone through some changes 
Or is he coming to a realization that he's not all-powerful? I think that's more like it. He's had to open up. He's got to allow Eli to grow mature. Chloe's kind of shown him gaps in his knowledge. Not his fault. It's just something's outside of his experience. And they did get lucky. These aliens wanting Chloe upgrading her has paid off. You wonder what's going on behind those eyes. They replaced their brain with the computer. <laughs> could be, could be. And that was Deliverance. Mm, as I say, I probably preferred Resurgence, slightly more action-packed. Yeah, that wasn't action-packed enough for you. I know, it's difficult, but I think the build-up actually was better than the payoff. Probably because we've seen the payoff done too many times. A well-trodden trope that the aliens have one fatal flaw which can bring down the whole alien war machine. And the plucky band of humans are able to exploit it. Every time. Yeah. But, bloody good episode again. It's opened up the the use of Chloe as a full-time resource now. She won't have to be locked in a in her quarters or in that cell anymore. Obviously, they can rebuild Scott and her relationship again. We've got, from last week and this week, Rush trying to bring on uh, Eli. Hopefully, Eli will have gotten over again. We will have a few more surprises along that avenue to come. These uh, ship is full of them. Any other thoughts? Putting you on the spot. Hmm. Take that as a no. Thomas? Uh, none that I can really think of. It's um, leading up to the... I guess the rest of this season was going to keep happening. Yeah, the drones really do become the focal point of the uh, final half season of the series. Implacable. Probably too much so, but obviously if we'd had a third season, they w- would have been weaned off. Mm-hmm. At the moment, they, they kind of become the replicators, you know, something that they hang every plot line on. Yeah, but do we get an ARG? Would have been useful. <laughs> Mounted to the hull of destiny. Mm-hmm. Reading this from Wiki... I'll read the whole thing. title for this episode was revealed by Joseph Malozzi on his blog. A, continuan, a, continu, a, a continuation of Resurgence was uh, rejected. Placeholder joke titles included Resurgence 2, The Heretic, Resurgence 3, Electric Boogaloo, and Still Resurging. <laughs> and on the commentary, well, on this week's and last week's commentary, everybody uh, kept mentioning that the cry of drones echoed throughout the the set many a time. <laughs> Trivia for this week's episode, the director, Peter DeLuise. 56 episodes of SG-1, 6 of Atlantis, and 7 of Universe. Also directed, When Calls the Heart, Dark Matter, Part, Sanctuary, and numerous episodes of R.L. Steins. The writers, Joseph and Paul, once again, between them, 39 episodes of SG-1, 15 of Atlantis, 12 of Universe as well as Transport of the Series, Delete, Big Wolf on Campus, Lost World, and of course, Dark Matter, which is one week closer to returning for its third season. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I like the yellow ones. Never mind. Hello, Alan Mark and the Gatecast listeners. Brad here from Australia with some feedback for last week's episode, Resurgence. First up, early in the episode, Park says, you can't really judge a neighbourhood by one or two bad neighbours. Well... Considering we've only seen one or two alien species and they've all been bad, uh, you can definitely judge this neighbourhood as being a bad neighbourhood. Yes, the Orsini might be good, but we haven't found that out yet, and uh, they might not be as good as we think they are. 
with the uh, drone ships themselves it sort of seems like their attempt to ride in replicators without doing replicators once again we get the drones unstoppable force in numbers command ship sort of things we've seen before not that i mind it it'll be interesting to see how this progresses in the series so uh let me quick thoughts on resurgence and i'll talk to you all later bye i do think park had a point the nakai who were the first aliens destiny met they do seem to have issues with the ship who knows what happened perhaps destiny refueled itself in one of their star systems and caused a problem so they've been chasing it ever since there may be a le legitimate reason and as you say the Asini could go either way creators of the drones haven't got a clue at the moment there are so many questions that need answering but it's a mystery it keeps you interested that's what it's all about thank you very much for the feedback brad always appreciated and if anybody else fancies getting in touch with us then you can do so via the contact form which is on our website which is gatecast.co.uk or you can send us an email using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com we're also on facebook and google plus and are carried on itunes and stitcher internet radio you'll find all the links on the gatecast website the standalone RSS feed, which lists every episode we've released so far, can also be found on the website under Mission Reports. That RSS link can be copied and manually added to a podcatcher, and will give you direct access on your device to all the episodes we've released so far. Okay, let's wrap the show up. Next week, we are going to be looking at the episode Twin Destinies. Yes, I remember that one. <laughs> mm, I don't. No, don't you? I don't either. Oh, wait, yes, I do. There we go. I thought you would. I said I put the words together in my head and then it made sense. 15 minutes, people. And we go home. My first responsibility is the safety of these people. Stop! The world war is unstable. There is no noble voyage. There is only the day that this ship dies. Stargate Universe. All new this Monday at 10. Only on Sci-Fi. Imagine greater. Yes, echoes of a Farscape episode. If uh, you are a fan of that series, that's not to criticise originality in any uh, sort of sci-fi programming, but most of the ideas get reused, reshaped, and delivered in a nice or a different package. Nothing wrong with that, as long as the characters are interesting and entertaining show. If you haven't watched Stargate Universe, well, I can't imagine anybody listening to us that hasn't seen Stargate Universe. This show is bloody brilliant. Much better the second time around, and I enjoyed it the first time around. I definitely wish it had continued on and given us a little more. Yep. There was quite a bit that could be done with it. The only silver lining is that many of the actors went on to other shows that we've enjoyed watching. David didn't really, did he? We mentioned that a couple of weeks ago, I believe. Mm. Okay then, folks. Thank you for joining us for Deliverance. Next week, we are going to be watching Twin Destinies. Thomas, once again, thank you very much for joining us on uh, this Friday afternoon for you. Yes, sir. Very late. No, it's Saturday morning for Alan. <laughs> <laughs> By 14 minutes. No, 14 minutes. Yep, always a pleasure to talk to you, Thomas. Indeed. You will be rejoining us before we wrap up the gatecast. <laughs> Having a look. Yeah, the schedule. Oh, blimey. You don't return until the finale. Really? Yeah. <laughs> That's a long time. Well, it's Indeed. not really. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's not that long, really. It's only two months. <laughs> We'll be recording in probably six weeks. Mm-hmm. Okay, then, folks, thank you very much for joining us for this episode. I hope you join us next week for Twin Destinies. But until then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. And Thomas. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.
Bye-bye. Goodbye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Yeah.